a very good evening to you. Yes, evening all, sweet and swing time again. Can you believe it? Friday evening, 9 o'clock here on Mike's Radio. Time to settle back, kick off your slippers and enjoy. What have we got? Well, we're on the right road. Some classic motoring music. I don't think we've seen that one in a while. More from our friends at Ensa. The Lincoln Centre Jazz Orchestra. With a bit of Ellington, I think. More from Jimmy Van Heusen or his songbook. But to start off, one I think you'll recognise, well, not perhaps, by its usual player. Try this one. Pardon me, boy. Is that the Chattanooga choo-choo? Back 29. Boy, you can't give me a shine. I can't afford to board the Chattanooga choo-choo. I've got my fare and just a trifle to spare. You bought the Pennsylvania Station, bought a quarter to four. Read a magazine and then you're in Baltimore. Dinner in the diner, nothing could be finer than to have your ham and eggs in Carolina. Then you hear the whistle go an eighth of the fall. Then you know the Tennessee is not very far. Shovel all the coal in, gotta keep it rolling. Woo-woo, Chattanooga, there you are. There's gonna be a certain party at the station. That and lace I used to call for pain. He's gonna cry until I tell him that I'll never roll. So Chattanooga choo-choo, won't you choo-choo me home? Chattanooga choo-choo, won't you choo-choo me home? <laughs> Thank you. 
There's a good way to get going, isn't it? I told you to recognise it. Chattanooga Choo Choo, of course. Made famous, maybe, by Glenn Miller, perhaps the uh, most famous exponent of the old Chattanooga Choo Choo. Uh, great song in any case, whichever way you look at it, but not played by Glenn there, of course. It was played by Harry Roy and the band. Uh, no details on who was actually singing there, so, uh, yeah, you can write in on a postcard or send me in there. <laughs> sent me in an email, howardkane at maxradio.com. I'll have a look and see if we can find anything, but absolutely no details who's actually uh, singing on that one, which is uh, slightly annoying. Definitely Harry Roy and the band, though, and uh, Chattanooga Choo Choo. Well, of course, it was, uh, I think, a genuine, was inspired by the genuine train which went over to Chattanooga, if memory serves correct. I think that was the case in any case. A great way to start the, uh, start the day. Written, I think, the actual song by Mac Gordon in the uh, early 40s uh, and composed by Harry Warren and then Glenn Miller and his orchestra uh, I think turned it into a, something of a smash hit in the movie Sun Valley Serenade sold over a million copies in its day would you believe and I think most versions I've heard and again with that one you always have that trainy sound at the beginning yeah, that's sort of the old proper choo-choo bit coming out um, and Chattanooga yes sir track 29 if you want to go there one way or another first recorded uh, on May the 7th 1941 for RCA's Victor Bluebird label and became the first to be certified a gold disc on February the 10th I see 1942 with 1.2 million sales and the inspiration yes well there is little note on this that the song was written by a team of Mac Gordon and Harry Warren allegedly while travelling well, travelling themselves on the Southern Railway's Birmingham Special Train, one of three special trains operating out from New York via Chattanooga Choo Choo. The Tennessean continued to Memphis, while the Pelican continued to New Orleans via Birmingham. And the Southern Railway operated these trains in cooperation with Norfolk and Western Railway and the Pennsylvania Railroad. Uh, however, the song, if you're being a real anorak or... <laughs> train head about this and then a train anorak or train spotter a trainee whatever they do not align with the Birmingham special which suggests that the writers took some artistic license and by that again anoraks at the ready pencils down if you're a train spotter the train described is claimed to be departing from track 29 in Pennsylvania station at the time of the writing in the early 1940s Pennsylvania only had 21 tracks to track 29 would have been a bit tricky. If you want to be even more anorakish, I can tell you that whilst the song claims you can leave Pennsylvania Station around about a quarter to four, the Birmingham special departed at 12.30pm. And dinner in the diner. Nothing could be finer than to have your ham and eggs in Carolina. None of the trains on the Southern Line passed through Carolina. They pass through West Virginia directly to East Tennessee. Enough! Enough already! <laughs> of train anarchism. Still a good song, whichever way you look at it. Now, Mr. Wu was a laundry man in the shop with an old green door. He yarns all day, you're living away, he really makes me sore. He's 
lost his heart to a Chinese girl and his laundry's all gone wrong. All day he'll flirt and scorch your shirt, that's why I'm singing his song. Oh, Mr. Wu, what shall I do? I've got those kind of limos, Chinese laundry blues. This funny feeling keeps round me stealing. Why don't you throw your sweetheart overdue? My vest's so short that it won't fit my little brother and my new Sunday shirt has got a perforated rudder on Mr. Wu. I'm telling you, I've got those kind of limos, Chinese laundry blues. Now every night when the sun goes down and the stars they begin to peep, you'll find there's a kind of a mystery round the old door we will creep. There's Mr. Wu and his Chinese girl with a pipe and a bottle of wine. While Salonda's getting soaking wet, hanging out on the backyard line. Mr. Wu, what shall I do? I've got those kind of limehouse Chinese laundry blues. This funny feeling keeps round me stealing. Why don't you throw your sweetheart overdue? Now, Mr. Wu, he's got a naughty eye that flickers. You ought to see it wobble when he's ironing ladies' blouses, Mr. Wu. I'm telling you, I've got this kind of limehouse Chinese laundry blue. hit the Chinese symbol, if I can say it. Got to be careful how you say that. At the end, a good sound. I think it was a Chinese symbol anyway. It sounded like it. It should be a Chinese symbol. Chinese laundry blues, of course, given an inimitable rendition there by Nat Ganella. Who else? Can't mistake his name, can you? And uh, as I've often said before, if you're ever bored for a while and a bit of a Nat fan, go and take a look at his Wikipedia page and you'll read lots about him with lots of... Uh, Nice pictures, unless they've been very recently updated, of the Isle of Man when he was over here at the uh, Laxey Festival and the Jazz Festival used to be held there. Great stuff, uh, great character as well. I know the old maestro knew him quite well. And he entertained right up towards the end of his days, even when he was down in a home, I think down on the south coast. He'd still be persuaded to do the odd turn. Great character. I don't think I met him. I think I probably was here when he was over, certainly. I don't ever recall, sadly, ever being introduced to him. It's a great shame now, because I would have liked to have had the odd tale to tell, but I have to put my hand in my heart and say I don't think I can. A couple of swingy ones there. Right, we're going to go to the sweet side of Sweet and Swing now, uh, because it is Sweet and Swing. It's not all about swing, so this is uh, it covers a multitude of sins, doesn't it? And it could be big band, it could be a swing, it could be uh, a bit of sort of, I don't know, a hot club de France, a bit of gypsy swing and such like, but also, of course, 
we do the nostalgic sweet side of things. And this next one, very much on the sweeter side, and something which might cross over with my good friend and colleague on the specialist shows, Morris Powell, with his Thursday evening, a little light music, and that he often features the next man coming up, Ronald Binge. Although I had a debate with Charles Gard and uh, Morris fairly recently, whether it was Bing or Binge, but with an E on, surely it must be Binge. Surely it must be Binge. I've never really heard it called Bing before, but apparently one or two people do. And this is the one I was mentioning at the beginning of the show. On the Right Road, I blew a bit of dust off the cover on this one. Classic motoring music. 32 classical and vocal motoring tracks, including Highway Patrol, Flying Squad, Jay Walker, Follow That Car, all sorts. Lord knows where it came from, but an interesting collection of weird, wonderful, wacky and novelty tracks and, uh, and slightly more tasteful ones like this one, Impressions of London by Ronald Binge. Piccadilly, Westminster, St Paul's, The Tower, Lambeth and Fleet Street. See if you can recognise them. Thank you. 
Oh, just listen to that crackle. Doesn't that make you feel nostalgic? Keeps making me cast my eyes to the left here in Studio 3 and looking at the one remaining turntable at Max Radio. Well, the one remaining one that's connected. There might be another one lurking, buried under some piles of rubbish in the attic. I don't know. This is the only one still connected to a deck. It does have a stylus in and a needle. I keep meaning to check. I th- I'm fairly certain it works. What state the stylus is in, who knows? But one of these days I'll check it out just for the sheer hell of it, as they say. So how did you get on with that one then? As I said, certainly it could have been suddenly Thursday night again with Morris and uh, a little light music. Check that out, of course, 9 o'clock. Any of the specialist programmes worth a listen throughout the week here on Mike's Radio, whether it's brass or opera or folk or light music or jazz or modern music, whatever you uh, whatever tickles your fancy, really. There's something there for you one way or another and all presented by enthusiasts and very knowledgeable presenters who know what they're on about and, uh, yes, have been listening to the music for, well, longer than you've had hot dinners, I dare say. Well, most of you. Impressions of London, Ronald Binge, Piccadilly, then Westminster, St Paul's, The Tower, Lambeth and Fleet Street. New concert orchestra recorded in March of 1960. Pretty recent for uh, this programme, it has to be said, March 1960. And I think that was the first time, looking at the notes, it's the first ever CD release of London Impressions by Ronald Binge. Its importance far overshadowing the crackly 78 RPM recording from which it came just over half a century ago. Enjoy the sounds of London with road traffic very much in evidence in the first and last movements. Did he catch that? I must admit, I didn't, but uh, I was actually sort of queuing something else up. But the road traffic was... I'll have to go back and listen to that one again, one way or another. It is Sweet and Swing, H with you through until the top of the hour. We've got the Lincoln Centre Jazz Orchestra a little bit later on. And don't forget, we'll have more from the songs of Jimmy Van Heusen, of course. Before that, we better have a bit of Bing. Uh, this has been most enjoyable, this one. We've been dipping in for several weeks. I think we've got another couple of weeks worth out of this before I return it to the racks for another decade or three in which case there'll probably be someone after me then. The world of Bing Crosby on the sentimental side. And what should we have? Well, yes, I think most of the Swallows and other... Well, yes, Swallows in particular, I think, have now gone for the summer, haven't they? Well, any Swallows left? I'd imagine most self-respecting Swallows would have left by now, along with the House Martins and other birds which are going to make that journey. However, the Bluebird still sings...
can't beat a bit of Bing coming into his prime season I always feel at this time of the year as we head towards Christmas of course but a Bing isn't just for Christmas as they say Bing Crosby on the sentimental side and still the bluebird sings now then we always like to hear uh, from listeners out there wherever they may be near or far and uh, John John Cannell is um, well he's in the near category because he lives just over there in the Peelway down at Shen Valley Care Home. And a lovely card picked, turned up from him the other day. Great great picture on the front of a sort of dog nose first, as it were. So it's taken right head on looking down this dog's face and he's got those sort of slightly pleading eyes that dogs have to say, come on, come on, you know you want to. Take me for a walk, give me a bone, do something along those lines. Uh, he's all nose and face and ears and you can just see his, uh, a little bit of his body and his legs behind. Great picture. In any case, uh, John says, uh, definitely listening. Thanks uh, for uh, your continued friendship. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. All friends here on Sweet and Swing, I think. John, uh, just to follow on from your last programme, interesting talk about Ivy Benson and her band. Uh, I used to be down listening to her every day in the summer, summer holidays when Mum worked in a uh, boarding house in uh, Grafton Street. Do you remember the old Guinness clock? You know what? I think I do. Um... I didn't until you mentioned it, John, if I'm honest, but now, of course, in that way that when someone plants the seed in your head and you think, yes, I remember that. So I do think I remember it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling. I'd have to go and look at it more or find an old picture of it online somewhere to actually really, really get it clear in my head. But it rings a bell, definitely rings a bell. Can you play, he goes on, something by Billy Cotton and his band, please. Look forward to listening as ever. Best wishes, John. Well, thank you very much for that. Great card. Good choice. Bit of Billy Cotton. I'll go and take a look for some of those Guinness clock pictures and uh, here's Billy. Seeking 
king of the land Where I don't belong No matter where I go This heart just seems to know I can't get Mississippi off my mind Tired are these eyes Long since they've seen Purple-tinted skies And patches of green No matter where I go This heart just seems to know I can't get Mississippi off my mind As a tot, I got a lot of happiness Waving at a passing train Never dreamt that all it meant was loneliness Don't these stairs of mine explain Weary all the day, no peace or rest Traveling far away from those I love best No matter where I go, this heart just seems to I can't get Mississippi off my mind. Who's at the piano? I want you to imagine the scene takes place at the front door of a young lady's home. She is dressed in a divine dinner dress, and her escort is a very handsome young man. They have just walked through the lovely streets of Mayfair after dining and dancing. The time is 12 o'clock. They are saying, or trying to say goodnight. She is heard to say very quietly, you'd better go to bed and save your head. Another headache. John, I definitely think you ought to go to bed and save your heart. Another heartache. I know moonlight and love songs. Those delicious cocktails and laughter. Maybe all right. Oh, but no, 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 I think you definitely ought to go to bed. Yes, darling, I know. It was a perfectly lovely evening. And I'd like to thank you very much, but it's so late. I must be going now. What, John? Oh, no, 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 it's much too late. <laughs> oh, really? You can drink a nightcap in record time. <clears throat> I'm very glad to hear it, but uh, not tonight. <laughs> oh, yes, I do enjoy dancing. Well, uh... Well, uh, good night now. Now, John, no, I, I'm glad you like the way you do, I do my hair, but you mustn't touch. Yes, yes, John, I know. Both my eyes are blue. Oh, John, no, no. Lipstick is so scarce. Oh, it's getting late. I'm very tired. And you must go your way. Yes, my sweet. I repeat, get going on your way, you'd better. 
to go to bed and save your head another headache. You better go to bed and save your heart another heartache. The party was fine, the music divine, all the gang were there to please understand, although it was grand, uh-uh, this is no love affair. You better go to bed and wake up fresh in the morning. Come on, get going, sleepyhead. Why not be wise and take a warning? Moonlighting cocktails, whispers and laughter may be all right. But John, you better go to bed. Come back and love again another night. Good night now. Frances Day, of course, another headache. Following on from her performances uh, last week on uh, the ENSA section, every night something atrocious. Oh, that's what they said it was actually standing for, of course. Uh, ENSA itself with Geraldo and... Uh, Supervising the musical side gave many post-war stars their first experience. The likes of Tommy Cooper, Jimmy Edwards, started out with Ensa, of course. And Francis Day there with another head. It still, it still does stand pretty up, up, up pretty well today, doesn't it? Yes, on the doorstep at night. We all know what we're talking about, don't we? Yes.
Not bad, eh? Not bad at all. Uh, a band I actually had the great pleasure of seeing earlier this year, the Lincoln Centre Jazz Orchestra, Portraits by Ellington. And it was one of those, you know when you get those things which just fall into place? Quite often these days, if you're travelling or going away, things go the exact opposite direction and fall completely out of place and fall to pieces if you're travelling. And yeah, well, we've all been there, haven't we? In this occasion, down in London, came down, Things were on time, actually had an evening to kill, all wonderful, didn't have anything planned, started looking around. Oh, where could we go? Found totally, uh, I did had no idea it was there. After a little bit of skirting around, looking at theatres and jazz clubs and all the usual bits and pieces you do in London, and I thought, oh, what's this? Winton Marsalis and the Jazz at Lincoln Centre Orchestra, or the Lincoln Centre Jazz Orchestra, call them what you will, performing over at the Barbican. And I'm thinking, well, yes, I'm a bit tricky to get to. And is it sold out? Yes, it was sold out. And then I looked again. It was all sold out, bar two seats. Would you believe it? Two seats in the middle, right in the middle. Someone must have cancelled. And after a bit of jiggery-pokery and the usual online uh, shenanigans, we got them. 
It wasn't cheap, but it was worth every penny. Wonderful night over there. The band was fantastic. Wyndham Marsalis introduced quite a few of the numbers, and they played in... Everyone had a bit of a solo spot, and they played in some smaller combos as well, in quartets, and Winton just with a quartet or trio. Wonderful stuff. And here they are, a few, or here we've just heard them, a few years earlier, the Lincoln Centre Jazz Orchestra, with Wyndham Marsalis still playing there, or still playing then. He's been with them for quite... A few years. Total jazz, that one. The last movement of Portrait of Ella Fitzgerald, a work written by Duke Ellington and Billy Strayhorn in 1957. Wonderful stuff as well. And featuring the likes of Reginald Veal at the bass, Kenny Washington at the drums, Roland Hanna as well at the piano, and all sorts of wonderful people in the orchestra, including Winter Masalis on trumpet and uh, Wycliffe Gordon on the trombone as well. Marvellous. If you ever get a chance to see them, take it up. They make a wonderful, wonderful sound, tight as a drum, as they say, but uh, sort of good fun as well, and uh, a thoroughly entertaining evening. It uh, had a standing ovation by the end. Terrific stuff. Terrific stuff. And now then, our Moonlight Becomes You, the songs of Jimmy Van Heusen, dipping in and out of this one as well, and uh, we will be doing for another few weeks. How about The Dreamer in Me? It's The Dreamer in Me. It's what makes me do the programme. Harry James... Helen Hume at the vocals. Get for any concern. 
It's the dreamer in me. I think it's what makes me do the programme, as I say. <laughs> I'm a terrible dreamer, mostly daydreamer, it has to be said. I could be the worst daydreamer uh, on the planet, one way or another. I can frequently drift off into uh, dreamy land. Uh, equally, I do dream quite a bit at night, and I don't know about you, but are you the sort that where you dream and you have a very vivid dream and it all makes perfect sense and it seems to go on for a long time and there's a storyline to it and a linear narrative and all the rest of it and then when you wake up you forget either all of it or the vast, vast bulk of it other than just a couple of little snapshots or maybe one little snapshot which makes no sense whatsoever on its own even though it all made perfect sense in the dream. Happened to me the other night, yeah. It was a long story, it wasn't a nightmare, it was all very interesting and we were out somewhere, there were lots of people, couldn't tell you where, couldn't tell you what we were doing, couldn't tell you who the other people were, but it all made sense and the only part I remember was the fact that somehow or other I managed to spill a glass of white wine and splash the wine into the eyes of my uh, best friend's late mother. She wasn't late at the time, of course, she was still uh, hale and hearty and then apologising to her profusely. No idea what that was about. There we go. Uh... <laughs> Such is the way your mind works sometimes, isn't it? Songs of Jimmy Van Heusen, it's the dreamer in me, Harry James, Helen Hume taking the vocal. Earlier on, by the way, did you catch her who the vocalist was with Billy Cotton? Bet you did, John. Yeah, it was indeed Al Bowley. Who else could it be with a voice like that? Very distinctive, I think. Even for a numpty like me, you can get that one. And, of course, Helen Hume singing there uh, on that last track. Helen born in the early part of the 20th century in the uh, teens in Louisville, Kentucky, and was introduced to music in church, singing in the local choir and also getting piano and organ lessons. And her career began with her first vocal performance at an amateur contest in 1926, singing, When you're a long, long way from home and I'm in love with you, that's why. And then her talents uh, noticed by a guitarist in the band Sylvester Weaver, who was recording for OK Records, and he remembered her to the talent scout uh, and producer Tommy Rockwell. And at the age of 14, Hume recorded in St. Louis in April of 1927, singing four blues songs. Although actually out of those, only two of the sides were ever issued. The others lurking in a vault somewhere still, uh, I dare say. Didn't make another record for 10 years, during which she completed all her schooling and degree, took finance courses and worked as a bank clerk and as a waitress and a secretary for her father and stayed home for a while after leaving to visit friends in Buffalo, New York. And then she was invited to few, sing a few songs at the Spider Web, great name for a cabaret place in town there. And this turned into addition and auditions as such in a way. They were so impressed with it and she got a $35 a week job and stayed singing there for quite some time and then went on to the Cincinnati Cotton Club and the Count Basie Orchestra and, yeah, all over the place. Then sang with Jimmy Rushing and you name it. I think she eventually did Carnegie Hall, didn't she? One way or another. Wonderful stuff. Sweet and Swing, still a few minutes left. I better not wobble too much more. Uh, what have we got? Oh, I know. We need some Black British Swing, don't we? The wonderful bands in the war or post-war years and a little bit earlier than that as well. And we heard the likes of Ken Snakehips Johnson and uh, uh, Lodric Canton, Cyril Blake. How about this? Leslie Jiver Hutchinson. Wonderful. Swing low. Sweet chariot. Not the rugby version. <laughs> Thank you. 
yes. Leslie Jiver Hutchinson with Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, his version of that. And uh, happily, I don't know what he'd call it now, at the time, he just was known as Leslie Jiver Hutchinson and his coloured orchestra. Now, I don't think you would uh, find that very PC these days, but the music was very PC. He could really swing, he could really play. And whilst he is a little bit known, let's hope we've improved it a bit. A fine player, he, and one of a plethora of wonderful black players of British swing jazz just post-war and a little bit pre-war as well nowhere near as well known as they ought to be that's about it you know shall we meet again? yes same time, same place, next week look after yourselves, keep swinging cheerio <laughs>